Well, starting in three, two, one. Hi, I'm Marcy. And I'm Akko. Ah, uh, yes, and welcome to the Colored Pages Book Club, <gasps> a bi-weekly podcast that focuses on fiction, fantasy, and magical realism written by writers from colorful backgrounds. That's right, y'all. Colorful backgrounds. What? Like a watercolor? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Some pastels? Ooh. Who knows? Neon? Oh, come on. Uh, you choose. Ooh, ooh. Yes. Mix all three of them together. I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. Art up in this. There yes. we go. I've been doing like paint by numbers lately. Um, what like is very, wait, What is that? Yeah. It's like you could just go to your Michaels or your Barnes and Nobles or insert generic craft store if you live in another country that's not the U.S. Um and they just typically they have like a piece of paper. Well, it's not paper, a canvas of a kind. And then they give you some colors and you can, it's like very soothing. Um, and also you don't have to worry about your painting being ugly because they already told you what's supposed to look like. And they also already did that for you because the paint by color. Oh, yeah. so there's like a template on the canvas already. Because mm-hmm. I can't, huh. that's just a fact. I can't, I don't have. You can't there. paint yet. There we go. Growth mindset. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. Raise that vibration. Okay. Mm-hmm. Speaking anyway, of uh, things yeah. that are not this at all. <laughs> <laughs> or kind of. Whatever. I'm painting. It's the summer. It's also the summer short series. What? Period. That's right, y'all. Ta- ow, 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 ow. Ooh. Yeah. So I, we know that it's the end of June. And we've actually never had the summer short series start so deep into the summer but you know oh really i don't think so no <laughs> i think the summer oh yikes started earlier but hey oh that's awkward <laughs> but we got here we we found our shorts we found our ICs, and we're here so here mm-hmm. we are nice to see y'all not really nice yes. to hear y'all not that either <laughs> Marcy, what are we doing? Let us, you know what? Okay, so anyway, um, yeah, so today we're going to be, so our first pick today is actually going to be a web comic. So we're going to be reading a comic called Hover Girls by Mm. Geneva B, who's also known as GDB Online. So GDB is a wondrous freelance illustrator with a whimsical focus. You can find her on DeviantArt, Instagram, Tumblr, and on her website under the name GDB. Now, I'm really excited. I've been following GDB on Instagram for a minute. Um, mm. And just like a lot of her illustrations are just so gorgeous. Yeah, like just so beautiful. beautiful. Like the aesthetic is just on some other shit. So I was like, a whole yeah. webcomic. Oh boy. Because <laughs> apparently I, you know, it's like 1973. So um, yeah, so that's how I reacted. I'm quite excited to talk about Hover Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Marcy like started doing the disco that like, it was all right. <laughs> so, but also I I love that she for me I mean she also has a lot of dark skinned like femme characters in her drawings and it's you don't typically see like the intersection of dark skinned girls and magic and like whimsy and like so and you know fantasy mm. uh, kind of like remember when I was like what show would I have someone play me i think i can't remember what episode it was it was like way back mm-hmm. in time and i was like i don't know some some tumblr girl like i was like i love their aesthetic and i, I haven't seen anyone as like fantastical you know but um mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know she she has a lot of those photos and those pictures and it makes me really happy you know who's someone who probably can paint and not just by numbers gdb um <laughs> her you know her color theory is on point she knows how the colors work listen speaking of not that again but still related to the story i jesus i have a question Henrietta christ <laughs> marcy was like this is real chaotic i go <laughs> you wrote I- the script <laughs> you wrote it i i know but i have a question Ooh, what is your question love yeah so this this actually does relate to the plot in the story. Um, aliens come to Earth. That's, you know, that's the A plot. And they want to mm-hmm. kind of take over it for capitalistic means. Mm-hmm. Basically, 
colonizers. So they're going to terraform the planet and then I guess sell it on like space Amazon. Anyway, mm-hmm. so when you picture aliens coming to Earth, <laughs> what do you imagine our relationship with them to be? Like my specific relationship with them? Well, I think, and so here we go. Yeah, it can be an ET situation if you were born before like 1993 or two. Mm-hmm. ET is like an alien <laughs> who came to Earth and then Drew Barrymore and a cast of other people I don't remember because I didn't actually see the movie helped return ET back home. So ET go home. <laughs> Anyway, so it could be like an individual story coming of age where a bunch of children have an alien get back into space. It could be um, that Twilight Zone episode where they're like, people, you know, they're going to eat people. Um, It could Mm. be a rival. It could be whatever. But what do you think it would be? So it could be what I'm saying is it could be individual or, you know, you know, global or country or just your neighborhood. What's that one movie? Where aliens come to like London, but it's like the black part of London. Um, John Boyega's in it, ended up being in Star Wars. Oh, it's a great indie film. I cannot remember to say something about my block, not on my block, which is a television show on Netflix about Latinx and black people in America. I can't remember. But anyway, as I look it up, mm. what what are your thoughts? Oh yes. Um, no, yeah. Let me uh, please follow up. That shit sounds lit as fuck. Um, so as far as like aliens or whatever, I kind of like the idea of just having like me, Marcy, like my individual relationship with the aliens. So, okay. Hmm. okay. First, I think, I think, you know, <sighs> see a part of me is like, is this messy? Like, where do I fall on the social hierarchy as far as like me, my human influence on the aliens? Like, actions like for example like is my, like is are the aliens like their relationship to me is that going to inform their actions or am mm. i just kind of like you know like a speck in their broader scheme but like but but like it's not like my individual human influence is going to really change <laughs> it um unclear but i would love to know sort of like the motive like i'm just like mm. huh so earth this planet so y'all want <laughs> of all this planet mm. of all the pl- I just feel like we could do better no it's no Sade I mean I live here like I was born on this planet like whatever but like <laughs> I truly feel like we could do so much better like I truly feel like we could, you could literally be elsewhere but like as far as like in I-, I guess yeah like I would just try to isolate like one of the aliens maybe the one that has like sort of like a misfitty aesthetic or like I don't know just can like how are you like, gonna know, know how are you gonna know which one is a misfit with their from space that is a really, that is such a good, qu- yeah, so anyway, so I would find the, like, misfit one, and basically, like, I think just try to, like, be like, hey, girl, so, like, what's up, like, what's ah. the see? like, what are we doing, like, just trying to get, like, the, like, what's the, what's the big yeah. picture here, and, like, kind of use my, like, individual charm to, like, hopefully, like, corral some information out of the alien, so you're and assuming, honestly, you're assuming you can communicate. Yes. Okay. I'm just I'm just trying to get the block point together. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably there's like some complex translation of like I'm trying to speak human languages and they're just like, ah yes, we speak like all of the languages that uh. like both exist on this planet, used to exist on this planet, and will forever exist on this planet. Like that like we like oh, okay. it's literally past, present, and future all at the same time. Like so I imagine the aliens really putting in a lot of the work here, but basically like <laughs> Yeah, but just kinda of wanna like I don't know, just like figure out like what exactly is the move, like what is the motif, like what are we trying to sure. do here? Sure. Um and if I'm feeling particularly like, you know what? No planet Earth. Uh, <laughs> I might try to like, I don't planet. know, maybe like don't destroy it. Uh, like, I mean, it's not like this planet is like, all, like it's not like it was already on a course of towards destruction anyway. <laughs> no. But anyway, um, so I think what I would do is probably just, yeah, like try to like see what's going on. If I'm feeling particularly mm. like, I love Earth. I might try to like, I don't know, tell more people in my community just so we can be like, okay, girl, like how are we going to figure this out? Sure. Because also... On the low, the aliens might be like, I mean, we got some room <laughs> on the spaceship. And I'm like, so can we leave some people here? Like, can we actually, like, how much room are we talking? Because, like, I would love to, like, you know, bring, bring, some, bring some folks with me. I mean, I, I don't mind joining y'all. Um, okay, so you, you're thinking that the aliens are a better bet than the human race. Yeah, I kind of just, I don't know. I'm kind of like the aliens. I'm like, I, I want to hear them out. I want to hear what the aliens got to say. I'm not going to immediately judge them. Um, well, not to be that person, but there's some, there's like a decent amount of space between hear them out and then like, you know, get on a, get on a spaceship with them. 
you know right it's just i i truly honestly akko basically what i'm trying to say here i have zero idea how this interaction is gonna go i have no <laughs> idea what the fuck these motherfuckers about to say to me so like it's truly on some like i am open to <laughs> whatever t- t- trying to slightly stop their plans up to getting comfortable enough with them to just hop on the spaceship with them mm-hmm. with my community like i'm truly my shit they might look at me and be like bitch what are your motivations because honestly like you really hard to place right now so yeah i guess to answer your question i guess my relationship to them would be like friends slash confidant slash maybe betrayer but like most likely gonna be on their side yes yeah yeah what what would you say Um, I enjoyed this. So, first of all, the the movie I was referring to with John Boyega is called Attack the Block from 2011. Great film. Uh, really, really. And they're in South London. Um, it's a, all mm. like black and brown cast. Um, it's a really dope movie. Okay. Um, so, that's one thing. And then, because it's like, you know, especially in 2011, no one's writing like a sci-fi story with a bunch of black people. Okay, back to the plot. So the reason that I asked this question is because I feel like the way we think about aliens tells us a lot about the way we think of our own intellect and our own evol- evolution as a species and our sentience. But like, of course, Marcy in true Marcy fashion was like, all possibilities are possible, which is <laughs> like... You're not you completely like demolishing the point I was going to counter. But (laughs) yeah, right. So it's like, you know, you have your Independence Day, you have your ET, you have your arrival, you have your um, I can't remember the one where they, you know, try to eat us because they're like, it's a cookbook because they're trying to they're trying to translate with the. Okay, full disclosure, I am basing this off of a like parody made of this Twilight episode that aired like uh, as a cartoon in the early 2000s i one cannot remember the cartoon but i do know it is a parody but girl i thought you were about to say um this is based off of futurama like i was like it's clearly it's no it's also futurama but anyway but anyway there's like a i'm pretty sure there's a twilight episode where they try to translate what like the aliens are saying and it turns out it's a cookbook and they're gonna eat the humans anyway and then it's a cookbook it's a cookbook and that's like a famous line i think it aired in like the 50s or something whatever the point is how Mm. we think about alien life tells us like more about where we are in our emotional social economic whatever development as a species so i think especially we fear a lot of people i guess or our culture the U.S. culture at the moment. A lot of people fear invasion, I guess. And there's a very hostile relationship to aliens in some. But then there's, you know, it's not lost on me that Steven Spielberg made E.T., right? Which was a much... Steven Spielberg is famously Jewish and he also got snubbed at... the. It's famous for he getting, him getting snubbed on E.T. at the Oscars for anti-Semitism reasons. But, right, mm-hmm. like, so... So there's there's this kind of back and forth between like I think this tug of war and the at least in the U.S. or even I guess Western culture since the tech block is you know British British but like uh, on what it what what does it mean to become like our our sentience to meet another sentience and, and what does that look like one we we typically assume they're smarter than us which is interesting so like maybe we have like some self-consciousness about our like level of intellect as a race or maybe mm. that we fear because we know what we do to sentience we don't consider as smart as us what what someone else would do if they found us to be lacking in intellectual prowess but then also mm. we 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 assume you know, sometimes that they would be hostile or in this comic kind of like <laughs> capitalistic like us, which is possible. Like I think in the three body problem too, there's like a whole thing about, and then this terrible movie called um, Jupiter Ascending. I think they also, <laughs> terrible film, very bad. Interesting. <laughs> Wait, plot, why though. is it so bad? <laughs> what? I cannot even begin to explain why Jupiter Ascending is a bad film. Like I actually, it would be a whole different um, like episode <laughs> of the podcast. But I still maintain, although you know, I also thought the original Suicide Squad wasn't terrible. But I still maintain that it actually has a really interesting underlying like premise. 
It's also written by the Wachowski siblings, who I feel like always get like three fourths of the way with most of their stuff, and then sometimes lose the plot. Okay, anyway, so yeah, I think <laughs> I think we the way we think about alien quote unquote invasion or interaction is is very indicative of our own fears and our own confidences and also this like deep yearning we have to not be alone as a species like the more we realize how much is out there that same loneliness that i think causes humans to stick together on earth is the same loneliness to ask mm-hmm. that we we search the the universe for it's just hilarious that like Humans classically with our like tug of war, <laughs> we're like, do we want to love them or kill them? Mm-hmm. And you're like, God, humans are so like, I bet the aliens looking down, like they are just so erratic. Like you never know what they're going to do. Like find like some seven year old who's mm-hmm. just whimsically looking out the window and maybe she'll help you. But <laughs> otherwise it's like a 50, 50 chance to do like an experiment on you. Anyway, maybe also, I mean, people have like mm-hmm. experience, like really meeting aliens and there's like a committee now for finding aliens. And so maybe they're already among us. Um, then that's the other thing. Like, what does it mean that we assume that they're not already here or haven't been here historically? And then someone listening's mm. like, my culture does assume that they have been here, that they are here and have been here historically. And then I was like, Akko has her biases. Anyway, so <laughs> that was my thought on that. Um, none of that really mm. takes place in the story. Kind of, sure. Why not? I think what you said as far as like what it reveals about our own insecurities is really interesting. Um, mm. To be honest, I haven't really spent much time thinking about the the alien question, I suppose. like, <laughs> But that is a really, yeah, like just kind of what, it, what go-to assumptions we have about them. That they yeah. would be smarter, that they have like, I don't know, motives that are hard to place, that like they would, I don't know, also seek conquest. Is also just, I think speaks to a particularly salient colonizing imaginary that we might Mm. (laughs) already kind of assume when it's like, what if they, I mean, in this, in this story, I mean, yeah, the aliens are like literally on some capitalists. Like, okay. So they were clearly, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like they fucked up. But like, I mean, honestly, like in the grand scheme of how one could interact with like a new space is to like enact senseless violence. Like the fact that that's kind of the go to is like, Oh yeah, of course you would colonize. It's like, what else are you gonna do? I don't know. I just think that's a little strange. It is a little strange that <laughs> that is kind of the go-to assumption there. Interesting, yeah. interesting, interesting. It's, yeah, it's making me look at my response. Like, you know, maybe I can like be this like charming, like yeah, I don't know, like spy, and then like the aliens, like we literally just wanted to like just like vibe for a little bit. Like right. honestly, like we like we're probably just gonna be here for like two months and then maybe dip. I mean, you could get on the spaceship, but girl, like honestly, like I mean, it sounds like you <laughs> have a community here. It just seems like right. a needlessly like like just to uproot you from your whole life. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, it just feels like <laughs> right and but i'm you like know, you ain't really gonna have access to the vegan chicken wings anymore like we're going I'm into dead. space so i'm, be I'm like, oh, so dead fuck you right oh my god yeah like, day. we don't eat food and we we don't we like evolved we we never actually as a as a species ate food so it's we just good. find it unsightly and unnecessary <laughs> um a bit repulsive if or i'm being honest just, like, we, just, we just don't eat food like that's just never something we've done with, yeah. we have no judgments on it we just don't do it you're like, mm. like plants are never like mm. it's gross that y'all eat other things that are. I mean, plants. they could be. You're right. I don't know what the plants are. Plants saying. be moving in silence. I don't know. I feel like plants <laughs> they be flying. Oh, to, to be honest, plants do communicate and trees do migrate. Um, okay, but also I was going to say that actually leads me to another point. Is one we assume? Why do we assume that all plant life like like could not like plants have been on like a meteor like way way back in the day and like certain plants maybe were here but other ones like weren't you know like how do we know we were just assuming (laughs) that like no alien life has ever been here and integrated into just like the earth Mm. and then we assume that like you know what I mean? Like the, the I'm just saying the plant the planets have been around for billions of years. Oh, but I what I do know is I mm-hmm. wasn't there way back in the day, and I, I actually don't know how everything came to fruition. So that's one thing I think about. Like we don't know why. Why is there such a like division between like like Earth and then alien? You know, mm-hmm. when it's like really we're just a planet in space, and like we don't like why is there such a different and the meteors hit the planet all the time so it's like this is an interesting like bifurcation between us and outer space kind of like the way we divide ourselves mm. from nature 
And then I also think we also as humans, like in our space journey evolution, only are only thinking at least, I mean, I don't think we weren't before, but I feel like we've increasingly become more like capitalists in our space exploration pursuits. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's also where like what <laughs> the type of aliens we are are the type of aliens we're afraid of meeting which kind of means two things. One mm. is that you, we are not all one. We're the same like species, but we have different intent, right? Like the Voyager one is doing one thing while like SpaceX is doing a whole other thing, you know, NASA is doing one thing, like different countries, space programs are doing another. So it's like mm-hmm. also interesting. I think there's this fear too, because like you don't know what type of species you'll meet. We, we can't assume a monolithic experience. And then mm. I think the other fear that really gets people, and I this one I I also fear. Well, first, I think if you listen to an earlier episode, you'll hear me be like, I don't want to ever meet an alien, which is was true, but I think I'm a little bit more open to it now. If the alien is nice. <laughs> but I mm. think I do think there's like a question we're all kind of like, how come they don't want to talk to us? <laughs> <laughs> if they mm. are around and they are intelligent, how come, uh, how come, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we've sent out a couple of messages, you know, I feel like we're being like left unread on our text stream. So, <laughs> anyway, those are my imaginings, but. Hmm. I'm sitting on the point that you made as far as like, we're the aliens that we fear. Mm. and also that like we ourselves could never be an alien like it's like i mean if we're doing this weird ex- space exploration shit anyway it's like could we not also yeah. be the aliens that other people huh mm-hmm. interesting could we also not be the aliens of our future kind of like in um, that one movie with matt matt mcconaughey and um Anne hathaway oh what's it called interstellar there we go wow i know a lot about space films i'm realizing yeah that. i literally i'm like i've truly not been watching that many like i'm just like ah yes mm-hmm. yeah yes I didn't even mentioned star wars and i could do that or star trek i could do that for days but you know what this is a summer short for a reason because it's short so when we come mm-hmm. back we're gonna do a summary of hover girls all right <laughs> sounds good see you on a bit back okay so yes so now we'll get into the plot summary for hover girls so i'll get us started so basically you know the story is like it's real low-key you know summer shorts like summer and we outside um so yeah it's real lighthearted today so basically our story follows Mm -hmm. i just want to put out it's a web comic so it's um kind of like a serial comic but it ended so we just read the whole thing at once that's right context okay uh, i'm done ah uh, yes of course thank you and also i'm like huh should get into more web comics this is cute i don't know mm. not for nothing anywho so our story follows jaleesa and kim vasquez who are two cousins who just moved to the city of los aguaceros now the cousins in question um jaleesa and kim have two very different personalities and very <laughs> different goals so jaleesa is kind of like Sort of like a deadpan, yes. like super blunt, um, kind of like, I don't know, she like carries around a baseball bat, so it's like mm. implied from her character design that she's really into baseball and like really good at it, but then, oop, the gag is, like there's a scene with her like quote unquote <laughs> trying to play baseball and it was a chop, so like, is it an aesthetic choice to carry around that baseball bat? Are you actually good <laughs> at baseball? I don't know, Jaleesa. Kim certainly doesn't think so. I certainly don't. Yeah, we just gonna move on. Um, Jaleesa's <laughs> like, wow, so y'all really gonna come for me this early? Like, anyway, um, so that's Jaleesa. And then Kim is like, very much, it's kind of like the, um, kind of like that, it's sort of like that romantic trope where there's like sort of the deadpan partner and then the one that's like super bubbly and yes. like outgoing. Obviously, in this case, they're not like, they're not like romantically involved, but like, mm. it's a similar dynamic where Kim is like super bubbly, very open. She wants to be like a fashion designer and like a model. Like, she's like really creative, really dope, fun as fuck, can be a little, um, 
not the um, most committed to her responsibilities uh, yes. for reasons we will go into. But, um, you know, Jaleesa be, you know, trying to hold her down. You know, it's a whole thing, whatever, whatever. So it's cute. Meanwhile, Jaleesa very much is just like, you know what? I already have to live under capitalism. Listen, girl, I'm just trying to live me an average <laughs> life, pay this rent, have some food at the yeah. end of the day, and just watch my soaps. I just want to watch the little, what's, what's it called? The Bambinos or whatever. Like, yeah, she Los loves Bambinos. Bambinos. Yeah. No, she loves it. It's like, honestly, it's like, I, I, it's not even like a running gag. It's just like a, a central part of right. her personality. Like, <laughs> right. she just loves this fucking soap opera. Like, she's like, I, if one thing about me, I'm going to watch my soaps. <laughs> like, Truly. Y- stop she fucking with that. me. She was like, as long as I can get home from my soaps. So exactly so that's jaleesa and kim they live together they cousins we lit so one night you know they are at the beach well i guess it was like during the day they were like at the beach um doesn't matter the time of day anyway (laughs) one day they at the beach um goddamn it and basically (laughs) they get attacked by these like water like space alien creatures Mm. that kind of look like jellyfish and anglerfish um but they're like levitating and shit so they're like attacked, but um, attacked, but not really, because it kind of like the fish things like give them like magical powers. So like right. Kim develops the ability to like levitate and like lift things with her powers, and like Jalisa gets this like water bat that like doesn't make her better at baseball, <laughs> <laughs> but like she can you know turn it into like different staffs right. and like you know things like that. It's a little like projectile moment or whatever, mm-hmm. and so the two pretty much immediately start fighting crime like it's like like kim literally at one point was like wow i can't believe that we became magical girls overnight (laughs) and literally the flashback was like 31 days ago and it just showed them being like like this origin story they literally started fighting crime immediately Mm -hmm. they're fighting crime quote unquote but really it's just like these weird water creatures that keep coming back like the same like fish like jellyfish moments keep being like we back and then kim and jelly so like i mean the way y'all could literally just not come back though like i feel like that's literally also an option because like this ass will be getting handed out every night i just feel like y'all must be aren't y'all tired y'all gotta be tired of this like i know we tired but anyway so (laughs) while whooping like water alien asses at night during the day jaleesa and kim are working at this like generic coffee shop that i think is literally called like generic coffee shop like it was like i I, which is like a choice i'm dead while they're there, um, Jaleesa's really the only reason why. It's funny because it's like when they were interviewing, like, the manager liked Kim's personality. So it was like, oh, my God, Kim, you're so dope. Like, blah, blah, blah. But then Kim was like, if you hire me, you got to hire Jaleesa. And then the manager was like, ugh, fine. And then, like, but the gag is, like, Jaleesa's really the only one laboring at this day job. Facts. Like, Kim will literally just, like, reminisce, vibe, <laughs> give away free food. Really on an anti-capitalist tip, which not for nothing I'm not really opposed to. But then the manager's like, girl, Jaleesa, you, you low-key the only reason both y'all got a job. Mm. Like, anyway. But also, is it, I mean, it's kind of anti-capitalist, but also because she's kind of into the boy that keeps coming over for the free things. Um, oh yeah there's a boy that like she met so kim actually met a boy at the um at the beach where she like became magical or whatever mm-hmm. who like his whole thing is like he's always like oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know i left my wallet at home mm-hmm. like oh you know i got this headache so i had to like spend my money on some like mm-hmm. headache uh, medication like oh girl you know i just you know i just got yeah, I just add it to my tab but literally just be getting free food all the time so literally he'll come to the generic coffee shop and be like i want eight margaritas three cookies i want all of them to be vegan can i actually get six egg sandwiches <laughs> and actually can i just purchase that table over there yeah i'd actually like to purchase that as well um Right, with the chair, and Kim was like, that'll be a total of, like, $4,000, but, like, I like you, so, like, it's free, and the manager's like, you cannot, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> anyway, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, so basically, blah, 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 coffee shop, blah, 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 magical powers. Yeah, so Jaleesa, we learn more about, like, everybody's lives. We learn that Jaleesa's family actually has, um, like, hella money, because they're, like, owners of this, like, oil company, so Jaleesa got, like, mad coin. Hmm. And as kids, um, Jaleesa sort of, like, protected Kim because Kim could be trusting to a fault. Like, she would just assume the best intentions. But, like, in the worst way, mm, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Kind of overextending kindness mm. in situations where, like, people just had, like, bad intent, right? Like, or it was just, just kind of, like, like, you know. Oh, sometimes you just, it's not about kind or not kind. You just need to have some sense. That's kind of. Yeah. That's kind of what's the problem there. But continue. Yeah, so that's kind of their dynamic as kids. But on the flip side, Kim sort of like came to Jaleesa's side after 
Um, she got expelled from school for like, you know, some, some violence that she had committed. And basically like her parents, Jaleesa's parents were like him, like Jaleesa don't really socialize like that. Um, could you keep her company and like mm-hmm. be friends with her? Because like she needs social interaction, which is like fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so that's a little, you know, little backstory. So as the comic goes on, it basically, we see that like, you know, Kim's whole thing is she's like, I know we're hover girls, but like, it's not enough to be the hover girls. Like we need photo evidence of being the hover girls because I need us to get discovered so I can be a fashion designer and a model. And Jaleesa is like, but like, I mean, all of that's fine, but I just need to make sure we back home by the time my soaps come <laughs> on. Um, but the thing is we see throughout all of this, Kim is becoming a bit more and by a bit, I mean, just is becoming more and more controlled seemingly by something that is like unclear, but like, I mean, it becomes clear, but I'll let Akko kind of fill in the rest here. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so there's this, like, side plot that ends up being part of the main plot, but not really. Remember we mentioned, like, Bay with the chairs and the table, who's, like, absconding with them as he leaves? Um, well, Jaleesa ends up realizing that he's actually an alien, and that's probably why he doesn't know you have to pay for things. Mm. So, she, so she sees his eyes, and they're, like, a turquoise blue, which is the same color as the the little fish monsters that they keep fighting and also the same color as their powers. <laughs> um, so she, mm-hmm. they go to this like kind of, I don't know, dive bar or something. And basically he's like, so here's the thing. We're part of a race of aliens who likes to go around colonizing planets and terraforming them and then like selling them. Yay. And Lisa's like, I don't know really what's Soup's yay cute. about that, but okay. And they also don't see themselves as kind of like different individuals. But then they kind of, they couldn't survive in the Earth's atmosphere. So they had to like take on hosts. And while they were falling in through mm-hmm. the atmosphere, like part of one, I guess, entity got split up. And so its mind is in Bob's body. Who He's decided to call himself Bob the alien. <laughs> um, and part of his powers are in Jaleesa's body. But for Kim, the alien didn't like get split up. So it's just that alien is in Kim's body. It's kind of like if you ever watched Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which now, again, another alien movie where they like, you know, have a parasitic relationship with the humans. Another example is, I guess, The Hosts by uh, Stephanie Mayer, but I'm not sure if they're aliens because I never read it. But anyway, it's like that kind of situation. (laughs) Anyway, so... Bob's like, yeah, we were just going to like sell you guys for commercial, like terraform you into this like huge water planet since you're already like pretty much water anyway, and then sell you. So it was really going to be like, you know, this is really going to be like a win for us, a boon for us with very little effort. But then I came down here and I had these snacks that y'all have, which like are strangely also a result of your capitalistic uh, system. And we realized you do Mm. have a value outside of just terraforming your whole planet. It's these sugary, delicious fast food items. And Delisa's like, okay, so you're going to leave now and never come back? And he's, like, hilarious as he, like, eats fries and, like, dumps them <laughs> in a frosty and then, like, eats a donut <laughs> all on the chair. Puts way too does. much honey mustard on the fry. Like, literally, right. like, Jaleesa's like, oh. <laughs> he's like, yeah, this oh, is God. Not, This combo is. But, um, so while he's, like, messy, I don't <laughs> It's know. disquieting how you're putting all this food <laughs> yeah. together, actually. <laughs> like, I know Earth is, like, at stake, but, like, I, I'm really just being thrown off by, like, the way in like, which you're eating this situation. shirt. And, like, it's just... It's, it's just kind of a lot. Truly disturbing. This is this more than anything is the most disturbing part of the anyway. But so, <laughs> <laughs> so Jaleesa's like, so are you gonna just leave us alone? And Bob's like, haha, no. So Jaleesa's like, so let me guess. You, we've got two options. Either you're gonna just terraform us now. And Bob's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eats like Doritos, like dipped in like a, a soda pop. And then, and then she's like, oh, you're gonna like go back, get your, I guess, colleagues come back and then invasion of the body snatchers all of us and then she like looks over at Akko is like is that the correct reference I'm like yeah that's the correct reference and Bob's like mm-hmm, I've never <laughs> seen that movie but I'm pretty sure we all have the same reference going here and Lisa's like okay well mm, Bambino's <laughs> is on in 45 minutes need to go find my cousin <laughs> who's been taking over so I'm just gonna like skip to the next scene so she like slips the comic over to the next scene and Kim is basically you know alien Kim is like basically being evil and working on the original plot which was to take over the planet and terraform it and Delisa's like hey know about your plan could you just like leave and Kim's like I mm-hmm. want to explain everything and Delisa's like eh, I actually mm, don't care 
go? And she's like, I no, guess. No, they're actually, <laughs> like, I, I, folks might be like, oh, Aqua's so silly. No, but like literally, Truly. Alien Kim tried to be like, the time has come. We have waited millennia for Angelis. is <laughs> like, yeah, like literally cutting her off. And she's like, bro, like, let me do my fucking evil speech. Like, are you serious right now? Like, literally getting like <laughs> cheesed at the fact that she couldn't do her like monologue. Um a mess it's true so then you would think like what's gonna happen is like jaleesa's gonna have to fight her and like save her well jaleesa does do a really cute thing kim made her like a cute you know like magical girl outfit that jaleesa was like i'm not wearing that but she does wear the outfit which kind of helps to break uh kim out of the kind of mind control but then Mm -hmm. bob shows up and (laughs) has also been ghosting kim because i guess bob doesn't understand you know decent um dating behavior in the 21st century but also (laughs) alien kim is like i think i want my name to be bob as well or bob and then bob's like i already chose bob but you can't choose bob and she's like i think i just came up with a name purely (laughs) on my own without any coincidence and bob's like you know that can't be true there's just so many names and then kim like i guess wakes up from this ridiculous conversation she was like you guys are the worst Invasion of the Body Slashers, and she like looks over at Akko and like, mm, you have it right. Invasion of the Body Snatchers ever. She's like, y'all couldn't have just been better at this. And they're like, uh, no. <laughs> and so basically, they like she overtakes them, and then Jaleesa and her defeat them. And they, oh, there's this whole funny thing about plastic bags. Like apparently, the aliens can't see plastic bags, and also their alien spaceship looks like a Pokeball. But <laughs> so basically, they like get into their ship, and they're about to like leave and escape the situation, and like come back with like more or whatever but then like they throw them into this plastic bag and like drop them in the ocean which arguably they being Jaleesa and Kim yes Jaleesa and Kim which I mean arguably feels like a mummy-esque solution and the fact that like in in the mummy they like they take like the villain and they like they do this like weird mummification and like stick him in a tomb and then are like if he ever comes back he'll like create torment forever but you're like why didn't you just kill kill him and i'm just like looking at the the pokemon as it ball as it sinks to the ocean and i'm like isn't that isn't that likely to just come back okay but they were like we're not bothered by this akko um so you shouldn't we don't care so (laughs) just in time for bambinos actually truly so they're like the webcomic is over so if you you can stay on page you know 137 but we're actually on 144 and i'm like you're right so anyway it ends with like there's like a subplot where like the government tries for a hot second to figure out what happened and jaleesa's like look i already did one i already like you know had to face one governmental entity or some type of entity today i'm actually done for the day (laughs) and kim's like i'm Mm. i'm gonna try and like smooth this over so she's kind of like basically is like hey we're just like you know saving the world again and they're like okay well at least tell us who you are and she's like where the hover girls and that's how it ends that's the summary that's hover girls yep you're welcome when we come back we will (laughs) discuss the plot i actually have some like pretty interesting thoughts on this one so we'll see all right okay nice okay see y'all in a bit we're back we are woo so okay i mean there's not a lot to say about this comic i think it's just adorable that it exists first of all it's mm-hmm. very beautifully drawn which makes sense because she's a great artist i think it's funny mm-hmm. i think it's cute i feel like my favorite part i think that what surprised me the most was just kind of the there's there's like some very strong comedic timing like between the two all the characters um that's like very sharp and witty and sort of like you're like "Eh, i wasn't expecting that um a couple like fourth wall breaks and i think the characters are just written really well i really like i like jaleesa Mm -hmm. i like i like both of them like their dynamic um i think the idea that jaleesa just she in the end jaleesa keeps her powers and kim doesn't and like jaleesa just doesn't feel like doing anything with them (laughs) like there's no like Mm -hmm. jaleesa continues to fight crime like jaleesa's like no i don't care and i and i think in like a you know post marvel world where we're kind of saturated with superheroes like you having a power and using it for something it's kind of very hilariously you know 
very barterably the swiveler to be like i prefer not to you know so that's really mm-hmm. fun um yeah i don't know what did you think yeah i similar i i really liked this comic i felt like i mean true to summer shorts form it was just very light-hearted cozy mm-hmm. like just like very like could not be lower stakes like i mean even really? like when the bobs were like we're bob and we're taking over this but i was like this is all gonna end just mm-hmm. fine and it literally did i was correct and it was just nice to read something that was just like okay like we have these like black girls just like you know being silly fighting crime like just like i don't know vibing like it was just like yeah. a nice light-hearted read and it was just like it was nice that it was just kind of like okay we're just gonna like show people just like i feel like this is the kind of thing that i always talk about when it's always like when i'm always when i'm like you know i just want to see more of like black joy like i just want to see more like media where it's just like black folks just vibing and just having a good time and just like being silly you know like mm-hmm. and i'm like this is i feel like the embodiment of just like yes. something to that effect and, and the power of that kind of media to just be so casual it's like we we also deserve to be casual too so really appreciate that to your point the book the comic book was just just funny as hell like honestly like and yes like to, to the timing and sort of like the sarcastic humor but also like just like the small details mm. <laughs> send me so for example when they were moving to los aguaceros like um it showed a flashback of like uh cam and jaleesa moving and like it showed their like u-haul truck but instead of u-haul it was called y'all haul and the slogan was like move it yourselves like some <laughs> shit like that and i was like what and then there was like and then like in the flashback when kim met old boy at the beach um she was like oh my god like i found it like she was, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> i don't know why i don't know why this made me laugh so hard but there was um basically she was talking to jaleesa later on that night and she was like yeah like i'm gonna text the new boo or whatever it is showed her texting <laughs> oh boy at the beach and like it said like like his name in her phone was like new boo and it was like hey boo you feeling any different and like he literally was just like who <laughs> and i was like not you just completely bro you met her an hour ago like right. what the fuck like i was just like so now knowing that it, it was the bobs on the other end just makes it even funnier like i'm just like this is so ridiculous like what the fuck or like how like they right. were at the coffee shop and kim was literally like like she literally like again in like a kind of a fourth wall break like she was just like okay i guess i should reminisce on how we all became magical girls and jaleesa's like bro you do not need to reminisce to get out of labor like she literally was like i'm just gonna like reminisce and not labor and then like at the very end when they leave kim's like oh thank god it's friday and jaleesa's like you didn't do anything (laughs) like it was just like they just had such a tit for tat it was so silly i was like y'all are literally ridiculous um also this personal note but i love that they were cousins i love that it was just like a familial relationship but you know it's not like they were siblings or like you know or like lovers or anything they were just like cousins and i think as someone who's also who has a cousin that like i'm very very close to like i i think reading their relationship i was like oh this is really nice like i'm really glad to kind of like see this um so yeah so all around was just like this is my tea i think this is i just i really really enjoyed it um it was just it didn't take itself too seriously it was just a good time. Yeah, it was, just, it was just a good time. And it's free. Yeah. I, I like, I feel like we've said this before. I think it was uh, basically when we're like, if you're going to have a non-serious plot, like, you know, if you're going to have a, like, mm. keep the tone consistent. And that's what it is with the show. Like, no. Exactly. There's, it's exactly. not serious, so it's not serious. And they just keep that energy the whole time. And it, it doesn't take you out of the story because you're like, this isn't the type of, you know, it's like watching the Powerpuff Girls. The stakes are low. Like, it's not, you mm-hmm. know, you don't have to think about, like, some deep social issue. And I think to your right. point, like, yeah, POCs should be allowed to just have a little fun <laughs> like or mm. a lot of fun like it should not have to be as serious um so that i really mm. really like that about it i totally ag- there are so many fourth wall breaks too and like i don't know there's just something just hilariously comedic about their way of interacting with each other or even anti like mm. i love the anticlimaticism. that's not a word i made it up but just there's something very mm. like hilarious about th- just being like yeah 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 yeah. i don't really care about your plot point like and then someone just like, right <laughs> or like just and i think jaleesa is just like a great anti-hero but typically an anti-hero like means closer to a villain but she's like a kind mm. of anti-hero and then that she's like apathetic towards heroism 
<laughs> right. It kind of reminds me of if anyone's ever seen Oran High School Host Club, there's a point where they're like, wow, Haruki mm. is really just apathetic to being the hero of this tale. And I think there's just something very lovable about me. And she has a really good, and I think what I like about Jalisa, she has a really good heart. Like she like takes food to like unhoused populations like pretty much every day mm. and like kind of doesn't say anything about it. She's like just a hard worker and like she's kind of misread mm. as someone who's like violent and mean. Well, and really she's just, she's just chill and like i think it is hard to be that type of woman and then on the flip side it's also hard to be kim who's like this very kind of you know like dramatic like there's mm. a point where she gets like kind of hit by something oh my god and lisa's like please don't faint we don't have insurance like she's like <laughs> she literally said we don't have insurance girl we don't have time for we don't this have time to and then like kim gets up and she was like uh it was fine i just like had the chance to practice my fainting and like this is so silly. <laughs> like, like why <laughs> but like i feel like and delisa is very protective because when bob is basically like she's like before she knows that bob's an alien she's like can you just leave kim alone like she has a really good heart and you're taking advantage of her and i hate that and I, you know there's mm-hmm. it's hard to be both of these types of girls and it's really cute that they kind of have each other it's very like oddball you know misfitty so it's mm-hmm. And I agree, it's cute. You don't see a lot of stories about cousins. Or maybe you do. Maybe someone's going to send a list of all the stories about cousins. And I'll be like, okay, I was wrong. And but. they're going to be like, didn't y'all read The Death of Vivek OG? And I'm like, <laughs> it was also th- about cousins. you right. Yeah, you right. <laughs> Also about cousins. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, but so, yeah, I really liked it. I did, there. so oh, there is a part, the, there is a, a slight critique here. Bob is an Asian American male character who doesn't really have a plot point in the story, which I was thinking about all the books we've read and I'm like, hmm, have we, have any of us, okay, have any of us is a strong word, but I've noticed there's not a lot of stories about like intraracial situations that don't include white people, just as like a plot point, like not, I don't, it doesn't have to be romantic, it could be friendship, it could be whatever, but I'm just like, are we like, in the 21st century millennials like sort of nervous about writing these interactions because we don't entirely know what we want to say and how we want to say it is there like an anxiety here in literature that like we should probably think about if we're going to think about you know bipoc relationships outside of whiteness and i was like hmm Hmm. Akko like looked at the time of day and looked about like how much time she had for a serious thought and then like slowly let this thought like evaporate as she like turned off the web comic. So I think someone should mm. talk about it at some point, maybe us one day in the future, but not right now. Great book, really wonderful, really hilarious. Uh, mm. Yeah. What about you? Any other thoughts? Yeah, um, no, I think that's a really salient point, the interracial piece. Um, And it's funny because it actually makes me think about (laughs) a video game of all things. Um, Hmm. So I I played these two games called, um, low-key it's one game, but like it's technically two. (laughs) It's these two indie games. So basically it's called um, Make It Last is the first one. And the second one is called Make It Last While You Can. And it's basically talking about this interracial relationship between this black American guy and this Korean American guy. And like kind of like the story of like their relationship and like kind of Mm. their journeys like with their families and their communities. And to your point around like, almost have like 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 how sometimes it can almost read as like interracial poc relationships can almost have like a like a like a like like there's not as much i don't say there's not as much complexity but like maybe there's not as much like of that direct characterization where we're like fully incorporating people's identities and like kind of speaking to nuances as i was playing this game both games actually like i was like oh that y'all are like this is okay like we're having like whole like this feels like off authentic to me like this feels like okay we're actually having like nuanced conversations around this um and like i don't know like it just it it was interesting because i was just kind of like oh like i that that just reminded me of that game and i was like oh like that was like i don't know i feel like that was a nice exploration of like an interracial queer poc relationship that like was outside of whiteness and yet also still felt like we were kind of both exploring like sort of the nuances of what it means to be dating each other and like mm. the dynamics and, and all of that. So really phenomenal games. I cannot recommend them enough. Um, I feel like I literally see no one talking about them and I'm like, that's so <laughs> wild because these games are sickening. Mm, okay. There so, you go. Another recommendation. 
So yes, but um, I think actually in our tangent episode, I might have put these put those two games in the show notes. I'm pretty sure I did. Um, but if not, or if I did, I'm gonna just say it anyway. But um, but yeah, no. But aside from aside from that, I yeah, I totally hear your point. And like, I don't know, I. I know that like Hover Girls, at least from, from what I understand, it seems like it was kind of meant to be like a okay, like yeah, sort of a quick like way, one yeah. and done situation. The point, the Hover Girls is not a. This is this. The comic was five pages long. It wasn't. There was no way to get deep into the story. And also, Bob is the main. The actual person has been taken over by an alien for like the duration of the whole comic. So it's not like, um, mm. yeah. But I, I think I meant kind of more. As something I've just been, to be frank, just have been thinking about through all the books we've read. Um, and then when, like, I was like, hmm, interesting. I wonder, like, so I'm, like, thinking there's a movie Lovebirds. I'm thinking, like, there's this book Memorial, which is really interesting. But I guess you just kind of notice that there aren't a lot of these stories out there. And I actually like this one for its casualness. Like, it's just, like, a casual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's the same kind of back, hilarious back and forth. And so it's very... No one has a lot of depth in the story, guys. It's a comic. It's a slice of life. Mm-hmm. It's about aliens. But um, I guess I mean more in general. I wonder if... I, I think there's a, a really large realm here to talk about, you know, our relationship, intra, intra-racial relationship. Intra-racial actually just means one race. But, like, interracial. America is a very big, like landscape with a lot of people and a lot of dynamics outside of whiteness and kind of back to our Mm -hmm. point about the lenses i think that lens through whiteness has been the main lens for a really long time and i kind of want to just see how how in literature because obviously exists in real life more of that those interactions without that lens um Mm. But I think it can be hard because I think some of the interactions would be less positive and it's hard to, it's a sticky place to be when it's not positive. It's easy when it's positive, right? But it's a little stickier when right. it's negative. And that's, mm. you have to be, I think you'd be a bit courageous to take that on. So maybe sometimes a little easier to na- not take it on. It's, it's not really, a, this isn't really a criticism. It's more like a, I guess I'm noticing a social anxiety a collective social anxiety some people are like none of us are anxious about it it's just, maybe it's just you but mm-hmm. when i'm looking when i'm looking at media i feel like there is like i'm not i don't think i'm wrong and i i'm just wondering how literature will tackle that yeah no that's wrong and i think i mean certainly that's something we can be on the look out for for both i mean summer shorts but also even just future things that we talk about like yeah like that kind of depiction mm-hmm. um because i think also too in the grant in the in the landscape of representation it could also be hard of like when it's like i mean because i mean interracial relationships like i think in a mainstream aggregate sense assumes at least one white person um you know it's just kind of like to to your point about the positivity thing i think to have like an interracial POC relationship where it's not all just like, oh yeah, like mm-hmm, we good, like we come, you know, different backgrounds and experiences, but we lit, you know, it's like like to have something that's a bit more it's, nuanced, but also yeah. speaks to sort of the those dynamics, like historically speaking, too, that like you know exist as well. Like I don't know, it's just I, I feel like it could just make it very. I, I feel like I, I guess I just think a lot about sort of the burden of representation and how like mm-hmm. oftentimes when you have something a, a type of experience or a story that is like so greatly not represented that like it almost makes it seem like it kind of puts the burden on that one or few pieces of media to exactly, like to do all that do, work right like to do everything and it's yeah. like I mean that's like that that burden shouldn't be there right and so it's, and I, then, it just makes me kind of think about and that. then of course like I think as as most POCs are, we're, like we're looking at each other, like okay, I don't want to write you badly. There's so few of our representation. Like I don't, right. I don't want to write one you poorly, but I also maybe don't want to write the tension between us because I I don't know if I want to like. Will bringing it up be divisive? And if it's divisive, is it just gonna like mm. let white supremacy like spread and cause harm? You know, I. But at the same time those nuances and complexities like we're humans pocs are humans we do human things we interact with each other in a human way and what would it i, I think i kind of like that bob is like low-key a villain but it's like not that serious because mm, it's like right 
it's humanizing. But my my question is like, how do we have more of those stories without it becoming one one group of people is villainized? You know, because that's mm. that's true that we are all people who have different motivations, and I I think that can get really sticky when you have so little representation for so many different groups that you're like well i don't want my person to be the villain in your story we barely got representation as it is and you're like right yeah, I feel right that. and it's like the narrative is not to congratulate nuance it's kind of to be like point fingers a little bit so so mm. so anyway i this is like a topic a larger topic than this comic which <laughs> did not bring up any of these um it's something I just, I think about. And, I, you know, as we move towards an, an America or a U.S. or a world that looks looks different and isn't so much under this colonial lens, like, what does it look like to write stories for the new reality that we, frankly, already live in, right? We've all had nuanced right. relationships with various people of color as people of color. I mean, me and you are people of color. And so thus every relationship right. we've had has been. <laughs> With other people of color has been exactly what right. I just described, and right, <laughs> that's just real life, and and it's been beautiful, and it's been terrible, and it's been beautiful, and I think those things can still be true, and it doesn't those it can be complicated without it being a bigotry. Um, but I do, mm. I do recognize I myself would have difficulty putting that on paper and would be anxious about it so perhaps I'm just projecting on the public but I think it's true that everyone else perhaps feels a similar anxiety mm. um anyway so hmm, thoughts um if you have any that you would like to add <laughs> um twitter or instagram at these color pages at gmail.com which is just our email but it's these colored pages is our handle for Twitter, Instagram, and the mm -hmm. listeners like yeah, you know y'all y'all are never on those social media, so I don't know why y'all want us to follow you there. You're like that's a fair point. Um, that is not true. <laughs> um, we are on social media because uh -huh. oh. we're influencers. Yes, per ta. <laughs> 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 They're like sure. You're, okay, girl. Um, anyway, yeah. You can also find us at our email, these color pages at gmail.com. We will answer that. So if you want to send us some type of message we'll. or another book recommendation or maybe address the anxiety I just mentioned in this podcast episode, that's the best place to do it. You can also go to our website, thesecolorpages.com, which has like a cute little button. You press press it and you go inside to this magical world that we barely update. You could also send us a message <laughs> there. Um, it will just go to our email. So you could also just send us an email. Yeah. Oh, perfect yes and if this show brought you any love light delight because mm, this is what poetry yes feel free to leave us some love wherever you are listening to this podcast which could be apple podcast or not but like okay but like okay i know i did the or not but like but actually though like so we actually have like as of this recording 49 ratings and reviews Ooh. on apple podcast girl 50 right now 50 is right it's true. 50 is right there mm -hmm. one of you and that's right one of just you one could of just you. go in right now and just leave us a exactly. little i mean you want to leave a little, little five little stars yeah. five stars would be a cute or whatever like i wouldn't hate that uh -huh. or leave a little comment or something i would really you know. really appreciate right i mean the, i mean your phone right now you listen to this yeah. right i mean you could be listening on your computer or like a friend's computer right. which in a car that's i'm not gonna like erase your experience but like if you are listening on a phone like mm. i mean you're just going to have a podcast appreciate it anyway so if you oh also too if like if, if while listening to the show you were like you know what like if there's just someone in your life that's like you know what you know what this person mm. needs just like a light-hearted cozy low Ooh. stakes like bob the alien ass tail you know like if, like whatever your friend needs that you have in your mind just like just send them this episode literally no context no like context. but you know what just to add some drama mail it to them send them a physical letter oh. with the with the link to the show so they would have to physically type it out right. into their phone or and or computer in order to listen to it cannot copy we're gonna say you do that instead of throwing your phone into a sewer do that instead <laughs> because that'll just add some more drama some flair something really fun really cute and that's really gonna help our community to grow in all the ways oh that we need <laughs> um and like if you can't see that connection like i mean it's no shade that might be a personal problem but you know i mean but, but also i mean i could get into it but like it is a summer what short oh. so we just gonna cut it short oh, there we go. as far as next time um mm. 
we will be discussing the amazing, <laughs> illustrious, oh. beautiful story that one of us will we'll elect choose. Yeah, to we don't know choose yet. for next time. Um, that. That's right. We actually don't know what we're talking about mm-hmm. next time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we will have a next time. So go. like, just stay tuned. Just, just stay, stay tuned. tuned. It'll probably be something keep real, real cute yeah. or whatever. But between now and then, again, y'all are like, the then is still very unclear. Mm-hmm. It's like, but between now and then, <laughs> Akko, is there anything else we should leave our listeners with before we head out? I just feel like if you don't, mail someone the link you should leave a review on spotify they're like you have, you have two choices <laughs> right um the the listeners are like you know we're not gonna do either of those things and we're like well um that's not true yeah. one of y'all at least one of you will go into <laughs> a podcast just one. and do that it's true well until we see you next time with a book um just remember to <laughs> stay, stay.